Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. few days ago i mean it, it stole the show with the 700 million dollar signing of shohei otani going to the la dodgers and then a few days ago one of your former uh co-workers chris broke the story jack curry who worked at the new york okay. times when you did you did you know jack at all a little bit I knew him. Uh, I think we may have met, but right. you know how it is. You didn't he cover, right. Baseball. He covered baseball, you covered basketball. basketball. So you, yeah, Jack worked the at the Times for a long time. He's an analyst at the Yes Network. Yeah. Um, but what he broke was uh, Yoshinobu. Hope I said it right. Yamamoto, the uh, pitcher from Japan. Of course, Shohei's from Japan. He signed, Rob, also with the Dodgers. $325 million over 12 years. And uh, now the Dodgers, of course, have those two fantastic players. Combining them with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. and I mean, the, they are the very definition of a super team. Uh, and they did even more. So, Rob, do you think that you have an interesting take? On uh, Yamamoto. Yamamoto. And I, I, I think this is very interesting. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Chris, I, I get it if you're the Dodgers. You do whatever you can. You know what I mean? He's available. You go after him. Other teams were going after him. The Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox. Yep. I get it. You know what I mean? And they have money to spend. So I get that. I'm not mad at the Dodgers. I'm mad at Yamamoto. Mad I'm mad at Yamamoto because I think he cheated himself by teaming up with Otani. And what I mean, Chris, is he was a star in his own right in Japan. Right. Highly sought after, 
you know, had won what the equivalent of the Cy Young. I don't know what they call it in Japan. Like two out of the last three years, I think. Is that uh, right, Rob G? I think it's two of the last three years. Chris, just from all scouting accounts, he's the real deal. He's unbelievable. And by teaming up with Otani, to me, he's knocked his own value down, his own legendary status down because he's joining the ultimate God. So I look at Otani as cheese. Yamamoto is extra cheese. They already have the cheese. He And, and if the Dodgers win a couple of World Series, it's going to be about Otani. Yamamoto had a chance, Chris, to set up his own legacy. He was already a star in Japan. Go somewhere else and be up against Otani. Have the chance to, to be the guy who beat Otani, who becomes the legendary figure. I'm not saying he's not going to get any credit being a pitcher and, you know, you need pitching to win the playoffs. But don't tell me Otani's not going to get the top billing. They already have Mookie Betts. They already have Freddie Freeman. They've won over 100 games the last two years without Otani and without Yamamoto. They've already done that. So what, are they going to win 115 games? Is that it? Okay, they won 115 games. What, are they going to win 140 games out of 162? They already won, they won 100 games every year without those guys. He had a better chance of going elsewhere and being in competition against Otani. I, and look at it, it's like Kevin Durant. Some people, Chris, he went, went to the Warriors. They'd already won. They won their championship. He went, he won the two. He was the MVP, uh, finals MVP fine. People still looked at him and was like, yeah, all right. Well, he joined a team that won 80, uh, that won uh, the most games in a regular season, and they already won a championship without him. All right, he won, and we get it. We give him some credit. But he never got full credit. And I think that's where Yamamoto has, has signed up to be in the shadow of Otani, and I don't think that he needed to do that. He is big enough where he could have been his own dog. And that's where I say he's made a mistake by signing with the Dodgers and he's cheated himself, his career, and his legacy by joining such a star who's going to outshine everybody on that team for the next 10 years. Completely disagree. That makes no sense whatsoever to me. Because, first of all, the comparison to Kevin Durant – I mean, Kevin Durant went to a team that was one year removed from winning the championship and not even a year removed from actually being in the NBA Finals. That was a stacked team that had clearly won without you. The Dodgers won it, what, four years ago? And have now been back to the is not World four Series years ago. three years ago. Three years ago, it'll be four years. And the last two years, they've they won over playing. 100 games. Right, go ahead. So what? You, they're, not, they're nowhere near a legendary team. If anything, they're viewed as a failure. I mean, really, we've talked about it. Just like the Atlanta Braves. Nobody, these Dodgers haven't been any great success. 
They, they got one World Series appear, well, two World Series appearances in the last decade. So he is definitely not pulling to Kevin Durant by any. I mean, if anybody was you were going to jump on with that comparison as off as it was, it would be Shohei. Shohei's the one going there. First, a team that, you know, if you want to compare him to the Warriors, it was him being Durant. But again, I don't even think it makes sense because it was a while ago that they won. They haven't been back in years. If they get to the World Series, no one's going to be like, oh, they always get there. They don't. And then secondly, they have a chance, Rob. This team could be exactly what baseball needs. Baseball needs, and it's ironic because they're not, you know, two, these are two guys from Japan, not even from America. But I would love it if the Dodgers could become like a national team where they became a circus, where they were the Heatles with LeBron and Wade and Bosh, where they were the Warriors with Duran and, and Steph, and where they are the Cowboys, where it's must-see TV whenever they're on. And then they're two separate positions. Like, I mean, maybe I, I think Otani will pitch. We think he'll pitch, but e- even if he pitches, how in the world is he going to take away from Shohei Otani? It's the nature of the sport. Like, baseball is completely different. In basketball, if your, t- if your skills don't fit, then yes, one superstar can take away from another. But in baseball, man, you can, I can be as great as I can be regardless of how great you are. You can't change. My batting average can be as great. I can hit as many home runs as I was going to hit with you on my team or with you down the street playing for somebody else. I can pitch as well as I can regardless of who my teammates are. I mean, like... I, this don't make no sense to me. I think he did the right thing. You know, I mean, if he went to the Giants, sure, it'd be big, but I, I just think both of them, Rob, and I think you would want this too. My, my guess is you would love them to become this huge team that rallies even casual baseball fans. But if that, that their best chance of that happening would be together on a historic team like the Dodgers with a Mookie Betts and a Freddie Freeman. And I mean, if anybody is going to take away from if they win, and again, I I think it's baseball, so they'll be fine, but it would take away from Freeman and Betts because they've been there and haven't been winning, you know, since they won in the shortened season. So I, nah, I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Rob, we talked about, there's like two huge games, huge games this weekend, um, or this, you know, this week, as far as week 15 of the NFL, and uh, or 16, right? Now we're in week 16. Um, we talked about Dallas-Miami, and now we're going to look at the game, but the other huge game, and this this is the biggest game of the weekend, um, and certainly one of the biggest games of the season. It could be a Super Bowl preview. A lot of people think that. San Francisco and Baltimore, the game is in San Francisco. And Rob, in addition to it being the two teams with the best record in the league, uh, which of course is uh, eleven and three. It also has the two front runners for the MVP, Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson, and it's interesting because they're really two entirely different types of players. Um, not even in just style, Rob, but in like if you just straight use the term valuable which generally we don't, if we keep it real, uh, we don't when we vote for these awards. Um, it's generally the most outstanding player on the best team. And, and I think that's fine. I mean, it doesn't have to be the best team, but I say most outstanding player on one of the best teams in the league. And that kind of goes across the sports, Rob, certainly football and basketball. I don't really have a problem with that because – Theoretically, Rob, you the most valuable, if we just took it literally, the most valuable player could be on a team that wins 50% of his games. You know what I mean? Like, but the guy's so great, but he just has absolutely no help. Uh so I'm 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 fine with kind of the way it's become uh defined as just kind of most outstanding player on one of the best teams. But Brock Purdy is Really one of a group, as you like to say, Rob, I mean, the quarterback is the one touching the ball every play. Right. He's the one throwing it. 
He's the one, you know, he gets it to all those great players, Debo, McCaffrey, Kittle. But they got a lot of great players elsewhere, too. And there are veterans who have been more decorated than him. So he's kind of viewed as, you know, the little little brother who does a great job. Well, he's the Johnny-come-lately. They, yeah, they've been right. having success already. So it's not like they were a middling team, Chris, or also ran and he showed right. up and then they became this juggernaut. That's not what happened. And that's right. what people have to understand when people look at the 49ers. They've been doing this for a couple of years now. And on the other hand, Lamar is the exact opposite, Rob. I, I think, Rob, probably if if you go with the premise that the quarterback is the most valuable player in football. Just, just he's because he's involved in every right, play. Every you know what I mean? Play. Right, like, yep. like offensively. Um, I would have to say I think the most the three most valuable players in the league would be, and this is not in order, but just, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. I think those guys, if you take each one of them off of their teams, I think they are markedly different. Like, uh, to the point where they might not even be playoff teams. Um, Those three, like, their systems are based on them. You fear them because of those three individuals. Um, They're dangerous because of those three individuals. Like, everything revolves around them. Um, and so that's kind of what you're looking at in this situation. So with even and Lamar is different from Josh and Patrick in that you can judge those two a lot by their numbers because they're they're mostly primarily passing quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson throws it more than he used to, but so much of his danger and threat to the opponent and effectiveness is either him running the football or the threat of him, the fear of him running the football. And so I don't think he can be fully judged by his numbers. Um, and I think that's that's kind of a credit to people having him second right now in the MVP. Because they're looking people past People are kind of looking it. at the right. game, yeah. They're yeah, looking at it to understand. And, and Randy, Mueller, uh, Randy Mueller, Mueller. Chris, uh, said it the other day, you know what I mean? He's a guy who looks at the game a little bit different, right, as a former executive and GM. And he has Lamar as his pick. And it's for those reasons that you a lot of things you just brought up. You know, like he affects so many things and opens up so many things for other people that it's hard to just put a number or look at just number and say, you got to have this. If they're not coming from behind, he doesn't have to throw the ball 40 times. The defense, right? There's a lot of things you have to look at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he he's only thrown it 40 times once this year. Um, but he's just not that type of player anyway. Right, right. No, you and don't the, want the him to throw the ball it, 40 times. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. so I, I hear you in the defense, you know, when they get ahead, then you're going to run the football. But that's just not really his game anyway. Um and it's it's interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting, Rob, to see how the voters look at this because, yes, you can look at his game and the eye test, but the fact is numbers do matter too. See, I, th- I, I was talking to Rob G, Rob, and I kind of compared him, and I, I said, and I prefaced it with this, like he's not this guy because this guy is the greatest winner in American sports history. And Lamar hasn't even yet won two playoff games. So I'm not saying he's on this level or anything like that. But like Bill Russell, Rob, 
his numbers weren't certain. He averaged 15 points a game for his career. He shot 44% from the floor. All right. And now he was his defensive numbers. They didn't even keep blocks, but obviously blocked a lot of shots. And his rebounded numbers were huge, basically second only to Wilt. Um, but, you know, you you couldn't really judge his game just by saying, oh, he only averages 15 points. You know what I mean? And so I think Lamar could kind of be in that type. You know, again, I'm not saying he's Bill Russell. Bill Russell just won way too much for Lamar to be compared to him. But a type of guy that, you know, does it differently. And you can't judge him just by saying, oh, he threw for 300 yards or didn't throw for 300 yards. Or, wow, he threw four touchdown passes. He may have only thrown one and run for one. But he controlled the game. The defense was on edge because of him and the run game. Rob, their run game is best in the league. They lost their number one running back. Was it the first game? Dobbins? And now they've lost Mitchell, who was playing great, Keaton Mitchell. And, I mean, they're they're like on their third and fourth running backs, and nothing changes. A lot of that is because of Lamar. Like, no matter who their running backs are, they run the ball well. And none of them are big-name guys. And uh, so I, that's kind of a comparison I would throw out there. Yeah, uh, I, I hear what you're saying. And, and you're right. He hasn't won at nearly as much uh, – as Bill Russell did, but I get it. Bill Russell didn't have the gaudy numbers that Wilt had, but he did what the team needed him to do, yep. right? Yep. Would, would, would you say that? That's fair. And the team was built around him. Right. And, and like it wasn't – it was built around Bill Russell. And and obviously they're built around Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And this game, Chris, how much do you think this game is going to determine the MVP? Because it, cause it, yeah. it could have a big effect – as to uh, who who wins it, and like we talked about it before about the Mookie Betts and and Acuna when he came to L.A. right at late in the season, and they yep. were basically tied, and then all yep. of a sudden he went off and he won the MVP going away. I think it's huge, Rob, and, and it, it very well could be the determining factor. Um, I mean, the interesting thing is for Lamar, Lamar has two tough games coming up after this one. They got Miami next week and then Pittsburgh after that. Pittsburgh, people might think it's not going to be a big game, but that's a division rival. They're a proud team. And they're still in the playoff hunt at this point. We'll see if they are at that point. Um, So that's where even if Lamar is great or if he's poor in this game, he does have time to either raise his level uh, as far as how he's viewed as an MVP candidate or lower it in the next two games. Brock, Rob, Brock Purdy, if he is great in this game and they win, let's say they win by two, 10 to 14 points and he throws for three touchdowns, yards, yeah, three no touchdowns, picks. no interceptions, I, I think he's going to win it. No, I, th- because, I, th- I think you know if he mean? does that against Baltimore and what the ball – they're giving up 15 points a game, Chris. I, I think you're right. Because right, that would have been – like, he has been great in the biggest games. Like Dallas, 250-some-odd yards, uh, four touchdowns, no picks. Philly, 300-some-odd yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Jacksonville, n- nearly 300 yards, I believe. 
um, uh, three touchdowns, no picks. And then if he were to, as you said, if he were to do this to the hands-down best defense in the league, I, I, I think it'd be over. I think it'd be over. But I, I'm, I don't know that, you know, they may not win this game. And um, so it's going to be very interesting. And, Rob, the interesting thing, too, is that who do you think has the better narrative? Because Lamar's is the contract. They didn't want to give it to him. He held out. He stood his ground. He got his money. Uh, and he's obviously come back and played terrifically. He's had several of his best running backs go down with injury. He doesn't have an elite receiver. OBJ's old now. He's not elite. He doesn't have an elite receiver. He had his tight end, his number one target go down. Right. And here they are, 11-3. and three. Purdy, another great story in that. He's Mr. Freaking Irrelevant. You know, like, and nobody expected this. It was supposed to be Trey Lance. He's third string last year. And here he comes out of nowhere, and he's putting up numbers. I'm not saying, obviously, he's not better than these guys or even as good at this point. But he's putting up numbers that, you know, Joe Montana and Steve Young didn't at times. And so both of them are really good stories. Um, The way I said it, it sounds like Lamar's is even better. Yeah, no, no. The way you set it up, right. (laughs) And and it is because. I didn't even do that on purpose. No, but, but 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 it's the truth, Chris. It just is. And the other thing that Lamar has working in his favor is that some people don't think that somebody on his team should be the MVP right, with McCaffrey. Right, and then right. the, even Tom Brady chimed in, Chris. He didn't make a, a full-fledged full yeah. endorsement, but but he's mentioned him. Yep. So, so that tells you right there that it's not, not even on your own team do people think you're consensus, right? Right, right. There's, that, that is the truth. There are a lot of people that think Purdy. We've had some on the show, but there are a lot of people that think McCaffrey. Yeah, and that that says a lot, and I yeah. think that's the part that could hurt him. Ultimately, yeah, they could end up splitting the vote too. That's the that is that's a what real I possibility. remember. We talked about that. Yep. Like it could it, yep. you split when you have a teammate, you could split the vote. Sometimes people always talked about the Shaq and Kobe and a few MVPs or whatever. They, that was it, yeah, that it was, hurt them. It hurt them. Whether they split a vote or not, Rob, just knowing that like the voter, I'm a voter, and you look at like well, they got another guy that's awesome. So how much of their winning is really only Kobe or only Shaq? You know, it it does work that way. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, but anyway, we talked about one of the big games last weekend, and that, or this weekend coming up, on Monday, Christmas night, and that, of course, is Baltimore and San Francisco. And, Rob, another, the other huge game of the weekend is Dallas at Miami. Um, both of these teams have a lot to prove. And that's why that's one reason, Rob, this matchup is so intriguing to me and I think to everybody because we, you and I have talked about, and we're not the only ones, all year they haven't beaten good teams. Nope. Miami, now Miami's only played three. In fairness, they lost to Philly in Philly. They lost to Buffalo. They were pounded in Buffalo, but it was in Buffalo. And then they played the Chiefs tough, lost 21-14 at right. home. It wasn't – they didn't get embarrassed. Right. Right. And and they've only played three, and they've been three of the best teams in the league. And like you said, they weren't embarrassed at home. The other ones were on the road. You can understand those losses. Cowboys now robbed two and three against teams with winning records after the Rams. And the, and the Buffalo game was the seven. one because Buffalo was scuffling. Like that, like that for, was the, for, Dallas. for Dallas. Like Buffalo was scuffling, Chris, at that point. And they got embarrassed in Buffalo. Nobody, you know, like you could have lost in Buffalo, but you could have played a better game. I think, Rob, for Dallas, and I agree with you that it was surprising how badly they lost that game. You and I both picked them to win, and they, I mean, they got shellacked. But I, I would say this was the game to me, and I know it was a long time ago, and Dallas did do a good job of kind of moving on, right? But the real, like, Shocker for me that kind of, I mean, we had I had questions about them anyway, but when they the the way they got beaten by San Francisco, and I it was early, I think it was week five, maybe four or five, they were they lost forty two to ten. Rob, they had been destroying everybody, looking like Micah might you know remember we were talking about I was talking about Micah maybe in the MVP race, and it was just and that game was like okay. Nah, they they really not all that, and uh, they played well since then. But to to the point we said earlier, they're two and three against teams with winning records, and they have been bad on the road. I thought Calvin Watkins, as we said earlier, great shout out to him, Rob, uh, Dallas Morning News reporter. He was very objective in week in hour number one, and, and he's I, covered the team for a long yep, time. And I give him props. He's entrenched. He's not one of those. Rah rah guy. Nah, he was a, good. He's a reporter. Chris, you've done it. I've done it. People yep. used to say me, you know, when I was working in Detroit, Mook, go back to New York. And they were mad at me. The Lions were losing all these games. And I was writing, what do well, you want you me know, to write? In a lot of cities. What do you want me to write? They are kind of, and sometimes they, they can be cheerleaders for the team. Right. Whereas in New York, it's like, we're just telling it like it is right they, and so there that that I, you are right there's a difference not everybody that writes, not everybody you know, not cities, everybody but, yeah, yeah right there there, there, there are tough guys that. around the country yep. but not everywhere you're right yep. and they look at you crazy like if, if yeah because it's negative. a different way of doing right it. um but rob uh 
he – it was his point about them on the road was interesting, and there's some truth that they played good teams on the road. But they are under 500 on the road the last two years, Rob, and they've won 12, won 12 games last year, probably win about that much this year. And it's surprising that a team that good – none of the other teams that win that much – are like 500 or lower on the road. So it does seem to be something there. But who do you think? I mean, both of these teams have an opportunity to answer questions. Which team do you think has more to gain or lose uh, in this weekend's matchup between the Cowboys and the I, I, I think it's the Cowboys have more to lose because I don't think people have the highest expectation for the Dolphins. Agreed. And I just think that, Chris, they can lose this game, and if they get in the playoffs and they can put it together and score 40 points and beat somebody, people go, oh, look what the Dolphins did. That's it. But if the Cowboys lose this again, it'll be that drumbeat, that narrative going into the postseason. Like, here's another 10, 12 wins and nothing. Like, we're not going, oh, we're going to be one and out, one and done. Like, Like, that will be it. If we play a good team, if they have to go to Detroit, I'm just saying, or whatever it is, you know. Um, so I think it's I I think the Cowboys need it bad because of the expectations and because of their resume, and their resume is checkered. That the the, the Dolphins don't have a resume. What resume? There's no resume. Well, to me, you're hitting it on the head. In that, this is the bottom line. We don't expect much from the Dolphins. We don't. I mean, they're, they're cute. They're going to put 40 on you, maybe 70 if you don't show up that day. Yep. But do we really? I don't. I mean, here's a handful of people out there, I guess, Rob. But I don't, exp- I, like, I don't have them in that championship mix. And we can, we've talked about Dallas's deficiencies. But I think they're on the, like, I think right now there are five teams. It, it, anything can happen in the NFL. We've seen wild cards win the Super Bowl. But if I had to name, Rob, the top five teams in the NFL and the best ones with the best chance of winning the Super Bowl, I'm saying Baltimore, Kansas City, San Francisco, Philly, and Dallas. I'm not saying Miami. Some are, and maybe you are. Correct, you know. No, I'm not. Share I, your thoughts. I, 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 I don't remember where I had Miami. I'm, I wasn't like I expect them to be in the mix. Obviously, did they get my attention, Chris, when they put up a 70-piece? Yes, they did. They did because we haven't seen it in the NFL. Right. So that was the shocking part. That but no. was great, but they then a lot of their other games, they weren't near that. No, and no. It didn't, it didn't like sway me to think, oh, my God, they're, a, they're this or right. they're going to be that. Like, I didn't feel like that, but it did get my, catch my attention. Yeah, look, I'm not saying they're not good. I guess what I'm saying, Rob, is to your point, if they lose this weekend at home, think about that. We're going to be like, yeah, you know, they they kind of what we thought they were. Or if you thought they were better, while well, you know, they same old Dolphins or they're just they're going to make the playoffs, but they're not, you know, going to win this, get to yep. the Super Bowl. If Dallas loses, we just expect more, right? I mean, they're a, Dallas, I think, is a better team. Or at least, I mean, they're a more balanced team. Like Miami, we think about the offense, the flash, Tyreek. You look at Dallas and you think they have everything that they need. they're a full team, yes. Like to me, Rob, I still, I talk about it. To me, their problems are their culture that trickles down from Jerry Jones. I think they have a trouble handling prosperity. 
you know, when they when things are really going well, they kind of start getting ahead of themselves and start talking about the Super Bowl parade. And here we come, you know, like, and I just think that that speaks of immaturity. And so when Philly was winning, what were they saying? And I know they've had their issues lately, but we got to keep getting better. You know, we got to Baltimore, Rob, when, when Lamar Jackson's asked a few days ago, this is people saying this is a Super Bowl preview. He's like, man, it's December. Super Bowl's right. in February. What are we talking about? He's like, right? no, I'm like, not buying into it. Right. right. That's what mature teams do. But Dallas goes out there and rant. Yeah, hey, Cowboy Nation, baby. Super Bowl, print your tickets. Jerry's on the radio talking about taking bows. And I mean, come on. And I'm not, look, maybe you can win that way here or there. But I just don't think that culture is really conducive unless you just overwhelmingly have all the best players to winning like at the biggest level consistently. And those are my problems with Dallas, Rob. But when I think about Miami, I got issues with uh, is the defense as good as some of these top teams? No. Um, you know, is Tua, how, is he, you know, like a Patrick Mahomes level? I don't think so. Like, you know, I, you got other issues. Whereas with Dallas, it, to me, it's more between the ears. It's not anything I'm saying they really lack on the field. No, they have everything. And that's why people like yours truly picked them. I looked at the landscape. I'm thinking if you could, with a defense, Chris, you know, whenever, yep. you, whenever you have a defense, you have a chance to win every time you go out there. And that, that, that's a big part. And we see it with Baltimore. Like, yep. like the defense yep. makes a difference. Um, and uh, if they can just put it together finally, and they just haven't been able to do that. And they don't have to win every game against a good right. team. Exactly. You just, or if you split – that's all. If you split, Chris, okay, the, we lost in Philly, but we beat Philly and Dallas. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Is you're looking for. Is there something – what would you like to see? I know you're not going to change your pick no matter what. Yeah, no. But what would you like to see to, you know, feel better about them as far as being a Super Bowl pick? Uh, beating some good teams. On the, I mean, like, like this, like, this Yeah, game, like if they, could be, if they could be Miami. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Like, one. like I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, to go there and win there, Miami's very good at home, six and one. Um, and they run the ball, and so that's what I'm looking at. Is like, how do they play against this run? Because we've seen like when San Francisco and Buffalo ran on them, it was like power running. You know, that's not really what Miami does. Miami is speed, and you know cute stuff and all that. And that's what they are. They are fast. And so it'll be interesting. Dallas, usually they're a smaller defense that's speedy. And so sometimes they can be kind of just, they're too small sometimes for some of these teams. I don't think that'll necessarily be the case this weekend. Um, So I want to see that matchup. Although I I do think Miami will be able to run on them. And uh, I've picked them to win this game. But uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. 
Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.